0: Hi guys, uh, my name is RJ and I'm back here with Agave Reach Ministries here for another podcast. Um, We're glad that you have uh, found us here on uh, either iTunes or uh, wherever out um, uh, listening to our podcast. But today we would love for you to listen in and hear uh, what we have to say about true living and what that means and what the Bible has to say about that. Um, So I printed out some different words for what... uh, living means, and these aren't necessarily what the Bible says about uh, um, living. They're just regular, just standard words that, the, that I just found on the internet about the word living. Uh, first one is existence, then lifetime, span, term, party, person, personage, soul, activity. So let me ask you guys. What is the world's view of true living compared to God's view of true living? Because according to the online dictionary, one of the definitions of true uh, of living is being alive, not dead. So I find that kind of interesting because the, that word doesn't really, <laughs> that just doesn't mean much. Um, but, uh, but is there more to life than just existing? Were we made for more than just to literally breathe air and that's it? Nothing more, nothing less? Someone has calculated how a typical lifespan of 70 years is spent. Here's the estimate sleep 23 years, uh, 32.9%, work 16 years, 22.8%, TV 8 years, 11.4%, eating 6 years, 8.6%, travel 6 years. leisure, 4.5 years, 6.5%, illness, 4 years, 5.7%, dressing, 2 years, 2.8%, religion, 0.5 years, 0.7%, total 70 years, 100%, an average lifetime, the average American spends 3 years in business meetings, 13 years watching TV, Spends eighty nine thousand two hundred eighty one dollars on food. Consumes hundred nine thousand three hundred fifty four pounds of food. Makes a hundred or eighteen. One thousand eight hundred eleven trips to McDonald's. Spends six thousand eight hundred eighty one dollars in vending machines. Eats 35,138 35, cookies and fourteen. 183 pounds of candy catches 304 colds is involved in six motor vehicle accidents is hospitalized eight times men are 12 times for women spends 24 years sleeping where does these facts talk about how much the, the average person lives his or her life with love and the kindness of their own heart or where does it share that they spent their life to the fullest like I said, the average person spends 0.5 years of his or her life in religion, or 0.7%. Why is that? Is it because we're just too busy for it? Is it because we don't want to? Or is it because we have no motivation for it? In James 2.14-26, through 26, it talks about faith and deeds. And it says, what good is it, my, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but have no deeds? Can such faith save him? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well, and well fed, but does nothing about it, their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself is not accompanied by actions, is dead. By someone with, will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Show me your faith with your de- without deeds, and I will show you my faith by what by my deeds. You believe there is a God. Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish people. You foolish person. Do you do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? What was not our father Abraham considered righteous? For what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar. You see that his faith and actions were working together. And his faith was made complete. By what he did. And the scriptures were fulfilled that says Abraham believed God. And he was credited to him as righteousness. And he was called God's friend. You see that as a person is, is considered righteous by what, he, by what they do. And not by faith alone. In the same way. Was not even Rahab the prostitute considered righteous for what she did, even she lodging the spies and the spent off in a, a different direction? As the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without deeds is dead. Okay, there are three points that I want to make today. First, faith without deeds is dead. Okay, so number one. Sometimes it's just so hard to incorporate actions of love into our, our daily lives. But like we just read, in James it clearly states that faith without your without deeds your faith is dead. Of course, as we know that deeds are not the way, what gets us into heaven, but we still need to do it because it's just what we are called to do as followers of Jesus. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about me and my life, you know, Some time ago, I fell into a time of depression and OCD, and that time I didn't know that what it was until my mom got worried, and so I went to see a doctor, which now I'm on medication for, but which I still struggle with it, and with along with many other things. But the point of me telling you this is all this is not just to share, but also to encourage you all. Me standing up here telling you the truth of Christ and what he has put on my heart to share with you, I'm not perfect. Just trust me on that. I have my share of issues that I am still working on in the process. But I'm also here to tell you that it is time to step up our game, to stop living living lives that are consumed with so much of us. We need to start moving towards what God calls us to do. He calls us to help the lost. He calls us to reach people in need. Oh, he calls us to feed the homeless. He calls us to care for each other. He calls us to help the broken. There is a quote I want to read to you. It says, if my whole life if I have my whole life to gain, life to live over again, I don't think I'd have the strength. So let me ask you, do you have the strength to live a life of love? Which just leads me to my second point. Do it out of love. In 1 Corinthians 13, I mean, verse number 13, if if I speak in tongues of men or angels, but not do not have love, I am only res- a resounding going or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and cannot fathom mysteries and and all knowledge, and ha- and, ha- and I have faith that I can move mountains, but do not love, I am nothing. If I give up all possesses to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may not boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails, but where there are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part we prophecy in part, but there but when completeness comes, what is in part de- despairs. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of the childhood behind me for I now I know we, we see only a reflection in the mirror. then we shall. See face to face now in part; then I shall know him fully, even if I'm fully known. And these th- now and now these three remain: faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love. So we must do it out of love. Isn't it hard to love sometimes? I mean, sometimes for me it's hard, and and that and then sometimes it's easier to love. But whether it is hard or not, we are called to love. God our Savior has called each and every one of us to love and to do it with meaning. God is all about love. He is love, true love. It's very clear that we must love. The greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind. And the second is to love your neighbor as yourself. These might be simple, for, but, but for some of us, it's hard. It's difficult to love others sometimes because maybe we don't feel loved. But I am here to tell you that you, f- if you feel this way, that you are loved by the Father. You may not feel this, but you are. This is why Jesus made the ultimate sacrifice for us to show us how much he loves us. No matter what our emotions tell us, no matter what you feel, he is always with you and he does love you. I don't know your situation in life, but I do know this, that if God the Father loves us enough to send his son Jesus to die for us, then why can't we have enough faith and motivation to love his people in his name? And if he loves us that much, then why are some of us still just sitting on the sidelines and watching us live the faith and not actually taking action by our own choice? So let's do something about this and and let's stop just coming to church and that's it. Let's take action with our faith to love and to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And now point three is love people as second nature. There's a study that I'm doing, and the author does a great job explaining this. He says in his book that it is like as if we are little children beginning to walk. He illustrates that this, um, that this kid is walking around a coffee table but once he realized that he can't let go and and to go other places and is, is comfortable with it with it and then he realizes then he doesn't ever want to go back to the coffee table same thing with life when we realize that we what joy we get from serving and loving and loving people the way Jesus does then we never want to go back to the table but we need to let let go and experience that so so let me ask you is there anything anything stopping you if so, what is it? Why can't we live lives that are free away from the coffee table? So to let go and realize that there are needs around the, around us and around this world. And trust me, there are plenty of them. So let's stop coming here for just head knowledge. Let's use the it to advance God's kingdom. We need to be talking or taking what we learn and putting it into action. There are so many opportunities to do this. There's a song called Live Like That by Sidewalk Prophets, and I love the lyrics that it talks about. It talks about um, if you were just a memory, when you are just a memory, what are you going to be known for? So let me ask you, when you are just a memory, how do you want people to remember you as? Do you want to be known as someone that just goes to church and sits in the background and does nothing with their life? Or do you want to be to to be known for your love? I'm asking you to step it up, all of us, all of you, even me. Whether you are doing this, these things or not, it's time to start acting the way Jesus designed us to be. A great way to do this is on Saturday, uh, fr- Thursdays and Fridays. We go to Birch Street and witness to people, which that is a great way to show people Christ love for us, but it's not the only way. There's lots of things you can do. So let's step it up. Start being the hands and feet of Jesus and let's do it with faith and deeds with with love and let's do it with second nature. Let's be the kind of people that we will be remembered for the things that when we do impact that we do to impact people's lives. I'm so glad that you guys uh, caught or that you uh, clicked on this podcast and you were listening in today. I hope that you got something out of this true living section of our podcast. And if you have any questions, please us uh, uh, feel free to contact us and send us a message. Um, uh, I'm gonna pray us out, pray us out, and then uh, I'll let you guys go. But I hope you have a great day and uh, God bless you guys. But uh, let me pray. Father God, I thank you so much for this day, God. I thank you for what a great uh, what a great day it is, God. And I pray that people that we be here and me too that we would listen to your words about true living and listen to your words about what you have in store for us and what you have in, in, intended for us to do. And that is to love and that is to have true living and to love with grace and love with patience and love with kindness, God. I pray that in every aspect of our lives, we we would live the fruits of the Spirit and the characteristics of love, God. I pray, Jesus, in your name, that we would do this for your glory and your honor, but not for our sake, God. I pray that we take these things and actually do something with them, and not just sit on the sidelines, God. I pray these things and ask these things in your name, God. Amen. Thank you guys for checking out this podcast again. Uh, We love you guys, and hope to check out our next video or podcast. Uh, God bless you guys.